show that has been referred to is a triple penetration of knowledge, humor, and timelessness. <clears throat> now on with the show. How are you folks? Before we get too far into things, let's uh, do a little advertising. Off the Grill Podcast is brought to you by Casey Anthony Trash Bags. So tough, even a toddler couldn't tear them. Big bold corn. According to the cops, so big you need two hands. When you think mouthful of fun, think BBC. And AshleyMadison.com. If you want your secret liaisons to absolutely become public, talk to AshleyMadison.com. <clears throat> All right. With that out of the way, let's do a fucking show. Yeah. We have the, uh, you know, the old glasses. The old glasses. Got a new pair, same as the old pair, but these uh, in a much better condition. So we're going with that. Giving the old eyes a break, as it were. I know we should have taped this up for maximum effect. Uh, Brad Trash, what's crapping? Says, hey, steak, Satan loves you. Aw, that's cute. Satan loves you. Jamie's over here dancing. Billy Beige says, Saucy gives me impure thoughts. And Lawrence says, where are all the seagulls I used to see in the parking lots in summer? Haven't seen a proper flock of them in forever. What have you done to the gulls, Stakey? I uh, plead the fifth. Or is it that Wanda Sykes bit? I don't recall. Uh, shit, I have no, no, no topics on the fucking, uh, the thing today, the old, uh, words. <laughs> so, literally nothing to do. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I guess, uh, a real quick bit of, uh, housekeeping, I suppose. Over on the Patreon, there's only a day or two left, probably a day at this point. Um, if you are a patron or would like to become one, 
So you can hit patreon.com slash off the grow podcast. Um, there is a poll for what I will be doing next as far as uh, the watch along, you know, the dollar and above tier watch along that out of uh, 17 patrons, I've got five votes on it and they're all for different shows. So, you know, nothing has been done to kind of fucking uh, wean down or get, get more of a focus on what I should be doing next. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, so if you'd like to fucking take care of that so we can actually get something going, that'd be real nice. So, um, which I, I kind of feel like it is uh, <laughs> just the way my, my fucking brain works. Um, the way I feel about all that is that you guys are doing it on purpose to me, you know? I mean, some of you guys that haven't voted aren't in on it, but the five that voted, hey, let's just fucking vote for, you know, a separate show. It could be cocksuckers. But either way, I don't know. We'll narrow it down eventually. Worst case, I'll just have to actually make a decision, but... I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Sean, Sean McManus has no topics. I'm shocked. That's oh, good to see you, regardless, Sean. Full of piss and vinegar as always. Punt says he only votes libertarian. Well, I think, wasn't The Exorcist a libertarian production? Episcopalian, one of those. <clears throat> Oh, stop it. Uh, sorry. Daily Goose says, well, four eyes. Dig of the specs. Thank you. Jace says, hello, gents. And hello, Jays. Uh-oh, Ben Grimm's pissed off. Tom Brady screwed me in the playoffs. His playoffs with his fantasy team. Five fantasy points. You knew I hated that Uggs wearing Yardbird for a reason. Well, he lost most of his team fucking within a half. Um, I, however, love Tom Brady from a fantasy perspective this week because I had to go up against him this week and next week. So I'm sure I'll fucking... You know, how he's that vengeful type of uh, athlete where, okay, you made me look dumb and you talked shit on me all week, so now I'm going to fucking, I'm going to show you, you know, how it really is. And, uh, you know, uh, he'll go off for like 50 points and fuck me. Right here in the Best Buy. Uh, but, yeah, all right. Uh, I'm actually playing my sister in fantasy, and uh, I don't know. She did. She sucks almost every year, but she's actually done well this year and made adjustments and, and kind of kept the team afloat, which I'm shocked at. Proud of her, I guess, too. But um, so I have to face so the. I don't know the way our playoffs are set up. I don't necessarily like this. I'll probably change it next year. Um, but you play one person for two weeks. And then the winner of that goes to the finals, and then you know the two finalists played for the last two weeks of the year. Um, I, I'm not big on that. I, I just really like to have the fucking everything wrapped up by you know last two weeks of the season. But um, yeah, it's actually the Bills kind of sucking dick and losing games that they shouldn't has actually helped me because now Josh Allen is not going to be. Just hanging around the last couple weeks. They're going to have to play to get into the playoffs. So that's good. But as it stands, I'm up 80 points on her. And because she had Mike Evans too, and he had I think, less points than Brady even. Um, she had a lot of single digit players this week, which makes me happy. Um, Jamie says Tom Brady rocks Uggs. He does indeed. What's up, Corey? Corey Ross. So I only, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know why I said only. Probably because I'm reading the fucking chat, but uh, power went out here last night at 8.30. Quarter to nine. 
somewhere in there. I don't really remember where, but uh, unfortunately, that kind of fucking put me out of the, took me out of the mix again. There's always fucking something. Uh, for the latest Horror Rumble over on Cable Channel 11, speaking of Corey Ross, um, checked it out. They discussed the entirety of the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise. Um, and that's always a fun time, that show, so, you know, uh, meander over there and matriculate that way once the show's over. Not now. You know the drill. Um and now I'm mostly, I mean, you know, it always sucks to let a friend down, but I'm mostly bummed out because now I've watched the those three, the, the third, fourth, and fifth film. Jesus Christ, I wish I could talk. Um, I crammed those all in Sunday morning, early afternoon. I actually quit watching the Packers and Ravens game when it really was just kind of like, yeah, okay, Packers are going to beat the shit out of them. <sighs> I almost came back, which is pretty amazing. Um, but, yeah, so I watched those three pieces of shit, and those are some of the fucking, they all looked fine from, like, a cinematography standpoint. I don't have too many big gripes. Um, one of those productions, uh, it's hard to like the day, the daytime on a small budget, I guess. I don't know. Um because there's, there's shots, especially in the third movie, where they get into a Jeep, like a red Jeep. And it just looks like someone's home movie. Um, maybe it's because they were all uh, shot on tape or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, those are like some of the most miserable watches. Three and four, especially. Really fucking hated both of those movies. The third one, nothing happens. It's the most, like, fucking boring. Like, you know, I get that they had to, like, reconfigure Ricky's brain, put it back together, or whatever. You know, whatever fucking cheesy horseshit they went with. But they really just went overboard and probably too accurate to what that would look like in real life, where he's just shambling and, and can hardly move. Um He's not scary. There was no tension. I don't know. They don't really give a shit about the characters. Like the, the blind girl is kind of cute, I guess. And basically, because the fucking the dude's girlfriend was a you know mirror image of her, she was alright too, I guess. But you don't see nothing. Nothing happens, and then fucking eh. like no one dies. It's it's just a shit movie. Four is just one of those fucking things that that don't make any sense, and, and like. They were going for it to not make sense, but trying to do it in a cool way. Like I saw someone refer to it as like the Halloween three of that series. And that's just like a real fucking slap in the face to Halloween three. Um five. Five was the best of the bunch. It was funny it's funny to see Mickey Rooney after you know kind of being at the forefront of the uh uh controversy and, and the backlash of the original. To just, you know, what, seven years later or something like that? I don't remember when the first one came out. Um, to just be like, yeah, everything's good. I'll just, I need the money. I was the biggest star in Hollywood in 1940, 1941. He doesn't talk like that, I don't think. But I don't know. It was, it was the closest to actually being like a Christmas fucking thing. And it's, you know, it's whatever. I mean, I guess... Uh, I guess if you're a Puppet Master fan, or especially like a Puppet Master, the later years fan, it's probably good for you. Oh, no, if I never fucking see any of those again, I really won't, you know, lose a second fucking sleep, so. Uh, and I didn't watch it this time, but I, I watched it about last year about this time. It was the, the kind of loose remake, Silent Night. Right, is it just called Silent Night from 2012? That was actually a pretty good time. Um, so, Chinlo. Uh, let's check the old. Ben says he's a spokesmodel for male Uggs. <laughs> Jay says his leggings really tie the outfit together. 
Jonathan said, what the fuck is on your face? Well, Jonathan, I'm going to send you a link. I'll put it in the chat, I suppose. But I want you to take a look at this. This should explain to you everything you need to know about what's on my face. Brian says, you got two for Midnight Mass. All right, thank you. Sean says, that is a mistake. It's Clark Kent. Brian says, Steak looks so intelligent with his glasses. James says, Steak is rocking a sexy librarian look like a pro. Oh, you're too much. Uh, huh. <laughs> uh, Daily Ghost says, Steak looks like he could be in JFK. Ben says, Steak X. Actually, I first started wearing these at the warehouse I worked in, and the, the HR guy would just fucking... Was it Asalaam Alaikum? Uh, whatever the fuck. He, he would just, yeah, every time he'd walk by my office and just, you know, harass me. I don't know. He's a cool guy. Wasn't like a fucking, you know. You know, I mean, how often I, I take shit seriously. So, Sean says, I'm seeing Matrix Resurrections tomorrow. Well, I hope you have fun. I know you like that series. Um, I can't bring myself to watch the second or third. I, I, so I hope I hope that's good for you though. Oh boy. So just for the people that are listening and not in the chat, you know, I did I linked the Wikipedia for glasses for Jonathan to take a look at. <laughs> Billy says I made a mess on my tidy whities over them glasses. Oh no. You better clean it up. Really digging this fucking Zivia organic uh, tea. Sweet Bastivia. Good shit. There's six flavors, I think, that come in the variety packs that I grabbed off of Amazon. Um, there's regular sweetened black tea. And I say sweetened because it's a sweetened. But just there's a green tea, there's a, a lemon, there's a, a raspberry and orange and a, or a blood orange and a peach. Um, the blood orange is the worst of the six. They're all very good. Or blood orange isn't really. It's it's fine. Um, so I ordered one box just to kind of see, and I figured, fuck it, give me two more. So the second two get there, I open them up just to you know, I don't know, I'm a child. I can't leave things box up and it was a good thing I did because out of the 24 cans I would say at least 10 of them were blood orange so it's like all right you fuck you fuck up the production of this you know this set or whatever but you do you, you fuck it up by giving the you know the highest ratio to the fucking the worst one and, you know, I so I cried to Amazon, and they're sending me. I decided at this point to go with a case of raspberry and a case of peach, because I'm a girl. But what are you going to do? Uh, oh, Johnny J. Professor Sauce. That's laughter. Dan says, what up, Steak? What up, Dan? How are you? Ryan has never seen any of the Matrix movies. That's shocking. I don't know. Give the first one a shot. Just stay away from the second and third. Who cares? Um, Sean says, Jimmy only watches for Keanu. And James says, that is partially true. Laughter. Dad says, I hear the new Matrix is garbage, sadly. Well, that's a bummer. Um, oh, that's a bummer. Marginal. And Sean has heard a lot of people have enjoyed it. So I guess nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. And they're lying in my show. Telling lies. 
What if I became like a uh, televangelist? Wouldn't that be fun? So I check my phone. Um, penises and vaginas. Anything else is just insane. <laughs> oh, shit the bed. Good. Now we're shared everywhere. So, over the weekend, right? Was it the weekend? Uh, Urban Meyer was fired. If you guys recall last week, I uh, got a little heated with that piece of shit. Um, which, I, after the show, it actually had come out that he, he fucking, he just kicked their, like, sort of injured on, on the mend uh, kicker. And he just fucking kicks him in the legs, calls him a shithead. Or dipshit, or both. So he's just a complete toxic, toxic pile of garbage, and they they got rid of him. And I'm happy. I'm happy about that. Um, you know, I mean, hey, both the Jets and the Jags had fucking rookie quarterbacks and rookie coaches, and the Jets still have their coach, and and the team seems to be trending up. What's Jacksonville doing, Tony? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I, I guess fucking, you know, and yep, about the sound I deadly night a little bit. See, this is why the show sucks. One, I can't stay on topic, and two, I run through topics of the fucking, you know, the sound of light or speed of light, or whatever the fuck, sound of light. I should kill myself. <sighs> Pretty much all of these are reasons that I shouldn't have a show. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, I don't know. Well, we're not talking football. Nobody wants to talk football here. I don't know. I got a bunch of theater geeks for fans. Uh, Brian says, talking football, I want to talk Packers. Um, maybe next year we could talk Packers if they get rid of their fucking their little queuing on queuing on Karen. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Jed says, the sound of lightning is my favorite sound. <laughs> I don't know if it is. Um, so the, uh, there used to be a woman that we knew. She was a girlfriend of a family member. Her name was Debbie. And uh, she was just the dumbest woman. She was fat. Like, I'm fat, but like she was like gluttonous fat. Um, so the, uh, the scarecrow mom always makes like fresh whipped cream for pies and all that shit. Um, Pretty much everything she makes ever is homemade. It's fantastic. Uh, you know, whatever. But uh, so this woman would come over for the holidays. And, you know, like one year she, uh, Scarecrow Mom, like went above and beyond with pies and shit. And, and she always goes above and beyond in quality. But this is like even quantity was just like, what are you? What are you doing? I, it, it was, it rem I remember it anyway, to the point where like everyone could have taken their own pie home, full size, like 10 inch, whatever the fuck. Standard pie size, you fucking assholes. How about that? Um, so, anyway, so there's this like big fucking bowl of whipped cream. And she, it's like uses fucking a quarter of it on every piece of pie she had, and she had at least two. And <laughs> to the point where, like, the, the years after, the scarecrow mom would fucking, I, feel, I would call her SM. SM had to, like, hide the whipped cream. She'd get, like, some fucking, like, the shitty can stuff or whatever, you know, and just, you know, or she just wouldn't make it at all because this fucking woman. Just, oh, is that whipped cream? And then we played Trivial Pursuit once, which is like a big, a big thing in the family, you know. Um, 
at most most get-togethers, and maybe not so much now, unfortunately. But uh, in the last fucking five, ten years or whatever, um, every get-together started pretty much with Trivial Pursuit and, and then food, and then they're, you know, the older family would just go home. Um, so... <laughs> So we're playing, and this fucking Debbie was there, and I don't even remember the question, but I think it was like, what gun was used to blah, 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 or something. And this woman is sitting there and earnestly goes, I think it's a caliber. Uh, I... I, I I was a piece of shit, so I think I just probably started laughing. You know, just like loud, mocking laughter. You know, the kind that cuts through you. I was, a, I mean, you know, I'm still a piece of shit, but like I had no regard for other people's emotions. Um, you know, like at 18, 19, I said and did whatever I wanted. Uh. <sighs> Yeah, so it's a story that goes nowhere, but uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the, the sound of lightning is my favorite, just made me think of that stupid woman. <sighs> I don't have anything else. Oh, I uh, visited my mother today, got some Christmas presents, um, some things that don't have there. Or, you know, little personal things I don't have in here to... Oh, I do have it. The uh, magnet is one of them. This little guy here. You guys can see. Oh, shit, look at that. It actually shows up and doesn't turn into the screen. It's a little Jets bottle cap magnet thing, which is very nice. Pop that on the old fridge. Um, this is cool. This will be a big scarecrow compound favorite. Oh, Monopoly action. Yeah, dude. This is Monopoly for sore losers. Don't get sad. Get even. So I think this comes with um, knives instead of uh, tokens. Like the little the mover fucks, whatever you call them. Um, so that, you know, you just... You roll a dice and then you stab someone. Comes with gauze. It's got you know things for your wounds. I guess maybe you just do like a hand. You stab a hand and leave it at that. I don't know. Um, but I saw that. Thought that was cool. And lo and behold, I got it. Isn't that fun? But the thing that like really kind of knew that was coming for some like I just had a an inkling that that would happen. Um, but the fucking coolest, the big, the big enchilada, or, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking, I'm a moron, leave me alone, um, got me a sous vide machine, uh, which I'm fucking stupid excited about, like, I just, I see, like, a lot of the, a lot of the videos that I watch, you know, this shit on YouTube, stupid cooking things. They're always having so much fun with those sous vide machines. Um, and I want to be a part of it. You know, apparently you can make a fucking killer steak with it. Because uh, it's essentially like a water bath. I don't know how many fucking people know what sous vide is. And I barely know what it is to, to tell you. But it, basically, it's like a fucking uh, a water bath where they... Uh, where in... Um, whatever you put in it kind of gets to the temperature of the water and then remains there. Um, so, A, it helps to not overcook shit, but it also helps to, like, you can get a steak to, to temperature perfectly and then just fucking take them out. Um, they will be wet and gross looking when they come out of the bag after like an hour or so. It's a slower cooking method, but worth it. From what I've heard, I've unfortunately never had anything made with the sous vide uh, or by sous. I think sous vide is actually a method, um, which sounds like French, and I don't know French, so I have no fucking idea what that could mean. Um, but 
yank those things out, throw them in a hot fucking skillet, and sear them off quick. And apparently, it's just like a magical tasting. Yeah, and you, you could do pretty well searing a steak just from fucking from you know room temp to the pan or whatever. But <clears throat> you get that weird. There's like a little gray outline around the like the red. Um, it just it doesn't really affect the flavor. It just bugs the shit out of me and a lot of people, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, but you, but in vacuum sealing the shit ahead of time, you can fucking impart so much more flavor. Like you just throw some like thyme, like a sprig of thyme in the fucking thing, or slices of orange if you're doing, if you're doing like. Uh, God damn it, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like a salmon, you throw some fucking, throw some uh, words. Fucking slices of lemon, you fat retard. God damn it. Um, yeah. So that's fun. That's exciting. Words. Um, I, I was shocked to get that i figured i, I threw that on a, a wish list just to you know fucking <laughs> and, and i ended up with it so that's good shit i still do have to get i gotta get a i gotta i mean i could scrounge one up around here but i gotta get a, some kind of a basin for the water but that'll be a, a lot of fun because you don't even really have to vacuum seal them um there's ways to do it online if you look into it, if you care, which I'm sure none of you do. Um, to do it with just like a regular Ziploc bag. So, what the fuck have you morons been? There we go. Roldy says, nice glasses, 10 out of 10 would bang and make a single mom. Jesus Christ. Jay says, hello. Ben says, Urban's still getting the guaranteed money even though he got fired. Easy money. I don't know about that. They're fucking, they're going the Al Davis route of, yeah, we fired you for cause. You're not getting another dime. Um, and lesser two evils. I hope fucking the Khan family pays exactly zero dollars um, more than fucking what he would earn for the games that he coached. So fuck him. Fuck Urban Meyer and his entire family for the rest of time. <laughs> John says lightning, a.k.a. the quickening. Uh, am I right, Dan? I don't know what the fuck that means. So we'll move past it. Brian Trash says he likes pie. Daily Ghost says he likes lamp. Dan says nothing like warm apple pie. Yeah, I don't really give a shit about pie. Daily Ghost says moon pie. Yeah, those are gross. Brian Trash likes pot pie. I can get down with a pot pie. I'm a fat fuck. And I'm a fat fuck that enjoys a savory dish. Nine times out of ten over anything sweet. Uh, Roldy says you're already the perfect temp steak smoking hot. Jesus, stop. We're in public. And he says, sear first, then sous vide is awesome, too. I haven't fucking seen anyone do that. That's interesting. Dime breed, old Mikey, what's up? Dan says, Steak is going to have to work on his English accent here soon. No, my English accent's perfect. It's, uh, my English is a Scottish-Australian hybrid. Um... And it's just a little maybe too highbrow for you, Dan. So that's all on that. I guess it's time to leave. I guess I'll just say goodbye. Uh, no, but uh, I don't know. I'll play this for old time's sake. The faggot of the opera. Rest in peace to the fucking incomparable Fez Watley. Oh, uh, yeah. 
heard old Ronnie B was having a hard time with this fucking Christmas shit before they went on break. Um, you know, what are you gonna do? You gotta fucking you know move on. You know, I can't I can't imagine. You know, uh, Ron is no neck guy since what the early nineties, I suppose. Um, you know, they like they they work together every fucking day from we'll say ninety five on to twenty fifteen. <laughs> you know, from fucking from Florida to, to New York to DC back to New York, and you know, fucking yeah. You know, fucking. <laughs> I'm having a hard time with it still. I never knew the guy. I just fucking listened to him a lot. You know, like he just, he had become a big part of everyday life for me. You know, um, you know, and you know, real and fake. They they were great at kind of blurring the lines of reality, um, much like wrestling in a way. So you didn't necessarily know everything, but there's shit that just like bled through that, that you knew was real and. So you got to see a lot of what fucking what what made him tick, and uh, you know, his mental health actually did start rolling down the hill a little bit. And yeah, you just—I guess when you listen to someone every day like that, you get close to him. It's just fucking—it's so weird how that can happen. But enough of that. I'll miss you, Fizzy. You know, we gotta keep it going. I cried on this fucking stupid show once. I'm not doing it again. Uh, Dan says, what did you think of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn signing new deals? I think that's fantastic for them. One, because it's great money. I think it's smart for the WWE because those guys are beyond talented. Hey, my friend Toddy Zox. Varktek! I don't know, man. If I get another fucking... If I get another one of those... I think that's got to be a shirt. No one will buy it, but it's going to be in the store. Who cares? Um. Because <laughs> then at least, I guess, if someone searches what that means, they'll fucking come across the store. Um. But yeah, anyway, as far as, as back to uh, Owens and Zane, they're immensely talented. Um, and some of the reports kind of... Uh, back this this idea they're good enough and they're kind of bulletproof at least to an extent to where they can go into the main event down to the mid card you know back and forth kind of at will and they don't lose anything character wise you know or like clout wise with the crowd or anything like that so smart for them smart for wwe to sign them back um, and twofold on it being smart on their behalves. Do you really think they'd go to AEW and do anything worthwhile? <laughs> I mean, all this fucking work Sami Zayn has done over the last year, year and a half for that conspiracy theory gimmick would go to waste. You could put that mask back on. You can be El Generico again. Yeah, cool. And he'd be another fucking meme wrestler like fucking Orange Cassidy or uh, the Dinosaur. I mean, look what fuck has happened to Adam Cole since he fucking, you know, he, he's jerking around with the fucking Young Bucks and it's embarrassing. Like, I, I, I bust Dan's balls a lot, but Adam Cole didn't completely disinterest me in NXT. Um... I mean, I think the rumors are silly that they wanted to cut his hair and make him a manager. I don't necessarily buy that. I think he's kind of denied that that was a, a pitch either. Um, or as well, I don't know. Um, but they've, in short order, he debuted at what, the end of August? He's become just another, A, just another guy. And two, he's the Young Bucks fucking lackey. And 
I'm tired of giving fucking Tony Khan. Oh, let it, let it fucking, let it, let it play out. Um, you know, it doesn't make any fucking sense. He sucks. He's boring. He's small. He's not even fucking as cut as he was. You know, his gaze is, he doesn't look, he looks like a fucking girl. You know, like a fucking teenage girl. He's got no no definition or tone to his arms. He's flabby. I don't know. He doesn't have a look. So once he's, you can't put the fucking the genie back in the bottle in this regard. I think once you kind of see him just be a fucking wacky loser. Who, by the way, has probably been the corner man for more matches than he's wrestled since he's been in AEW. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't care about him. You can't tell me that fucking the same thing wouldn't happen to Steen Zane, you know. Especially if fucking Zane goes goes where to have gone there is uh, El Generico. Would have been one or two fucking matches on Rampage and then straight to YouTube. Good. Look what they've done with Jay Lethal since they brought him in. Literally nothing. Um you know, I get that there's only so many segments every week. Well, you have the Young Bucks every fucking week. You can't give them a week off, you know? Like, let's grow up. You have Cody on every fucking week. You can't give him the week off, him and his fucking dumb wife. And I'm sorry, CM Punk is just another guy. You know, just while we're fucking at it. All these fucking these big returns or big signings or whatever the fuck have done jack shit. Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson has been the only guy doing anything of note, uh, anything interesting. And that all ended with that fucking 60-minute fucking masturbation session uh, this past Wednesday night. I, as the old saying goes, if neither guy can afford to lose, don't book the match, right? I think that that's, I mean, that's also pretty common fucking sense. Um, you have your brand new champion, your face, face of the company, supposedly, Adam Page versus, you know, one of your big signings from August that, you know, has this mass appeal. And a lot of people bitch for turning Daniel Bryan heel. I don't know, he's just Daniel Bryan. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um, you know, he turned him heel, and I, I've liked that because he he Danielson is one of the fucking best in the world. He's pretty fucking great. Um, he could do anything you need. Everyone knocked him. I think when he came into the WWE because he couldn't cut a promo. He cuts a pretty good fucking promo. Um, you know, he knows he's he knows how to get as much heat as you possibly can, but uh, in, in, in the modern times, I suppose. But there's no like you already went to a fucking time on the draw with Omega, so then you do it again with Paige, you, he becomes the guy that can't get it done. You essentially you buried him accidentally, you know, it wasn't anything malicious or done on purpose, it's just like, okay, well. Who gives a fuck about Danielson? Can't win a match. You know he can't win the fucking one that counts. Sure, he could beat up fucking comedy jobber midgets, but so who cares? You know. Um, I just I've been fucking. I was all in with that company, fucking with those returns, and they've they've managed to pretty much drain every fucking ounce of excitement I had. Um, you know, where the fuck is, uh, Rusev or Miro? Where the fuck is he? He was interesting. He was fun. You know, I mean, Jericho's gone at least. I guess that's good. I guess Jericho getting sick and uh, on tour was a good thing for Eddie Kingston. Um, Dean says Cole will be at the top of the card soon enough. Yeah, but who will care? Like that it's a fucking it's box office poison basically to put him at the top of the card now. He's tainted and it's fucking over. Dan says the actual pitch was Keith Lee as his diesel. Then what the fuck were people bitching about? Then I didn't even see that. 
that's fucking fantastic. It gets both of them screen time. You know. What the fuck ever. I don't know. You can't. Basically, there's a fucking contingent of wrestling fans. And anything uh, Vince does is just the worst idea ever. But if Tony does it, it's wholesome and fun. Fuck off. Dan says Zane would have been roughly where he's at now in WWE. Owens would have fared better, but it's not like WWE has destroyed his career. He's always lurked near the top of the card. And that's the thing. He's always able to do whatever you fucking do with Owens. He, he does it, does it well. He gets it over. <laughs> because he's good in the ring, on the mic. He's got a unique look. You know, I mean, the people give him shit. Oh, he just looks like some fucking fan. Well, I don't know. I think the fans are much less, A, much less actually athletic than he is um and b they're they're a lot fucking doughier than he is um i think it's a great move fuck it is probably best for business all around because a tiny's got to be running out of money because daddy's not gonna let him just fucking spend on whatever i know i've said that in the past but it's just it's foolish you know um, you know, he's a spoiled fucking brat of a billionaire, but the billionaire is still going to be fucking cheap because, he, you know, his father actually made the money. So he knows what it's like to not have it. Um, uh, Mikey says CM draws money, but to make him a weak ass Goldberg is BS. He doesn't draw money. He hasn't fucking drawn a dime. He hasn't done anything for the ratings. He's another guy. He fucking he left it in 2014 because he couldn't get his little main event. And he was sick. He's not like I don't fucking really shit shit on him for, for leaving when he did, because yeah, he was sick and they weren't fucking taking care of him. You know. And and time after time of I owe you one, pal. I get it. You know. But to pretend like he's fucking on the, even in the same stratosphere as John Cena and, and, and The Rock is fucking delusional. And Mikey says he's everything he talks shit about in WWE. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that they're they're playing it up like he's Goldberg or whatever. Hey, Jamie, have fun. Thanks for popping by. Um... Dan says Paige or Brian is an all-time great, and Paige probably should have just won that one, but he's going to get the win eventually. AEW is still miles ahead of WWE right now. Yeah, now Dan, I don't agree with that. Fucking SmackDown is better solely because of the fucking Reigns and, and Lesnar shit going on. Um, there's nothing as compelling in AEW as fucking as any of that shit. So <sighs> maybe if you were to take those. Those players out, so Reigns, Lesnar, Heyman, um, and the Usos. Sure, maybe maybe you got a point, but yeah. Um, but you know, he says Paige probably should have won. I don't think there's any probably about it. One of them should have won. You know, listen, Danielson could cheat. Doesn't matter. Give him the fucking belt or don't. But. You've let that fucking dude in the storyline. The compelling parts of, of Danielson is that he's all right. Well, I'm going to take you little dark art, dark order fucking dorks and uh, beat the shit out of them, put them on the sideline. Which unfortunately, I don't think they ever pulled too far, you know, turned too hard into that injury angle thing, which I was kind of hoping for. But it was kind of a yeah. I'm going to beat the shit out of your friends, and then I'm going to beat the shit out of you, and then he just. He tied him. He tied him. Ugh. No fucking finish after an hour is dumb. I don't care. Broadway doesn't fucking work now. You know, maybe it's fun when you fucking, you know, you're working six nights a week without television. So you just, you gotta come up with some fucking thing to do or waste time or fill time or whatever the fuck. Doesn't work in 2021. I don't give a fuck. And and frankly, that match wasn't good enough to fucking to warrant sixty minutes. Paging on that level, and even Danielson's not good enough to get him there. I've watched 
His wrestling talk drained the viewers. What are you going to do? And Billy says, no one has cared about CM since his multiple failures at MMA. And Dan says the MMA losses didn't take some shine off him. I think they took a lot of shine off him. And if you've noticed, you know, that like they had to have MJF say something about it because that's what he does. Um, but it was the say it and get it out of the way. Don't linger. Because Punk is still real fucking shitty over that. Doesn't like it brought up. That's that's a quick way to fucking get him to block you on Twitter. So you know it gets to him. And Billy says, between the losses and the long drawn out time from wrestling to MMA, he lost any heat he had. If he'd have won, it may have re reignited him, but he failed to gain anything. Yeah. And he looks he just looks old now. You know, like he's just like the way he's just letting his face fucking gray. He's not in good I mean he's not in great shape. Maybe his cardio's fine. But he looks much paunchier than um, he did 10 years ago or seven years ago or whatever. Um, Mike says, I dig wrestling talk. Been a fan my whole life. 39 is still watching. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't watch a whole lot of it anymore. I try to. Uh, I'm still trying to give AEW fucking some slack. because Them being around doesn't hurt anything. It only fucking helps, you know. But it was funny. Fox News, I think, which has nothing to do with the Fox that fucking broadcast SmackDown, by the way, for fucking idiots like Tony Khan that don't know that. Um, they released a thing. It was more so in conjunction with Urban Meyer, but it was – they brought up AEW's ratings and, and what they've done and, and you know, how they've – it wasn't a hit piece. It was literally just some, these are numbers for their wrestling things. Okay. And Tony Khan just fucking has a meltdown on Twitter, which he does about pretty much anything, you know, which is what you want to see the fucking billionaire owner of your company do, right? Is freak out at any little criticism. Um, you know, he just, he makes that fucking company so hard to like. Him in the fucking, those AEW, like, nerds, as I say, with these fucking glasses on. Um, you know, the, the dorks that harass Ty Conti into deleting her Twitter. Because, you know, there's rumors that her and Sammy Guevara are, are uh, hooking up. Yeah, I like to drink a lot. What of it? Um... You know, and 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 that same fucking token. You know, oh, rest in peace, Hannah Kimura, or whatever the fuck her name was. You know, when they got fucking bullied into killing herself in Japan. There, they're just so fucking toxic and hypocritical. And uh... but Dan says MJF is going to get paid in twenty twenty four. Yeah, that's when his contract's up. I, I I think so too. He's smaller than I thought, but I don't know. Again, he's fucking gay. He's, he he at least looks like he works out. So I, you know. especially with a big guy who they need to stop with the Wardlow fucking uh, tension. They either do it or don't. You can't fucking you can't just like tease things once every eight months for three years and then pretend it's fucking long-term booking. doesn't work like that. But, um, yeah. And Billy says, oh, hey, if anyone is interested, my son is starting a workout regimen on Insta. Beard Fitness 1 is his name there. Go check that out. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan says, I'm excited to see Ruby get that TBS title. Me too. And Billy says, he's not a fatty like me. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, Dan says, MJF's mic skills are second to none right now. Yeah, they're good. They're good. They're great even, I'd say, probably, or close to. Um <sighs> Uh, 
I know, Roman's pretty fucking great right now, really. Edge is always good. Miz is good. They're all, I mean, but, but I mean, for MJF to kind of be mentioned with those three is only good for him, I think. Um, you know, uh, what is maybe astonishing to some is that, I don't know, I, I lost my, oh, that, that Punk is not anywhere to be found on best promos, because he is, he's kind of become a fucking, a little bit of a mascot, just a, E.W., this is fun, and all his fucking interviews, he's like, well, we just, we like to pay off our stories. Six years after the fact, while well, they've been dropped several times in between, like, He's he's become a like a an extra smug cunt, um, you know, in, in interviews, in you know, out of character interviews. Um, like he said that bullshit. Oh, there's no casual fans anymore. Not for nothing, stupid. Most WWE fans are casual fans. You know, those those two point three million fucking people. Not that that's a lot anymore, but. The ones that watch SmackDown every week that had fucking the whatever the fuck million that watch Raw every week. You know. Just because you fucking, your company's decided just to, to placate to the fucking, you know, the unwashed masses. Um, play to the unwashed masses. Placate to doesn't make any sense. That's not how those words fit together. Get your fucking shit together, fatty. Um... Yeah, it's just that uh, like he's drained all the goodwill that I, that had kind of built up for him, fucking in quick order. Um, kind of like Mikey said, I, I I agree with this point, but for different reasoning. Like he's just become fucking the company guy, you know, in a in a fucking mo very boring way too. Like his feud with MJF doesn't matter. It's just fucking lame. You know, like he had no heat to go into it. He had no fucking momentum. He goes, hello, Mr. Darby Allen. I'd like to wrestle you and your grandfather. Sting sucks, by the way. I've never liked Sting, but, well, I did. I like Joker Sting and TNA, I guess, but, yeah. Not for me. I don't like it. You shouldn't either. Like what I tell you to like. Hmm. Is that fucking Raiders game off yet? We'll wait on that. All right, how about we use the laptop? It's faster. Oh. Damn, Raiders won. 16 to 14. Fuck. Should I kick the field goal to win it then? Looks like it. <clears throat> That's a bummer. I was really hoping fucking the Browns would be able to sneak into that number one spot in the, in the north. Oh, well. <sighs> Poor Micah. Micah the Seeker. Had to watch heartbreak happen in real time. I'm just saying things. So we got what's on tonight now. The Bears and the Vikings. Brian's favorite teams. Oh, Mikey likes the Bears. Ah, Bears. Oh, shit. Well, I think I'm going to start wrapping it up. We're going to do a fucking short show this week. Um, like I said, top of the show, check out the newest Horror Rumble over on Cable Channel 11. Um, like I said, that they... Kind of go over the old Silent Night, Deadly Night series. So that'll be good for you. Some content to hide from your family, right? Who wants to be with their family? So. Um, uh, Sunday, I, I recorded it earlier, but this past Sunday, the newest You Need a Horror podcast uh, went up. And it is Christian Hanahara and myself filling in for Nick from uh, the Lost River Drive-In. 
Uh, so we do a little deep dive on Return of the Living Dead 2 and 3. Check that over on Christian Hannah Hauer's thing, the, the YouTube girl, whatever the channel. Losing my mind. Um, and then later tonight, 11 p.m. in the East. So you got two and a half hours. Get your shit together. Uh, 25th anniversary of Scream. I really could use this whole show as a primer for that. A big scream. What the fuck? But I didn't because I'm dumb. And I don't think. I don't plan things out. So that'll be at 11. I'm sure you'll see some familiar faces on there. Maybe not. Maybe they'll all tell me to go fuck myself. I don't know. We'll find out. But come hang out, watch a movie. You ain't doing shit anyway. It's the week of Christmas. <sighs> but, you know. This will be the last time I see you guys before uh, Christmas is come and gone. So Merry Christmas to you and yours for the ones that take care of that. Or happy holidays or whatever. Hanukkah. I already said Hanukkah. I don't know when Kwanzaa is because I've never I've never known anyone in real life to actually fucking celebrate Kwanzaa. I, I've known, you know, people to celebrate Christmas, obviously. Oh, it starts on uh, the day of Boxing Day, the day after Christmas, it ends on January 1st. So, I guess, yeah, happy Kwanzaa, happy Christmas, happy Christmas for you across the pond there. Merry Christmas to the folks at home. Thank you all. Um, before I leave, let me fucking not forget this again. Thank you to all my lovely patrons. Uh, Big Crack Rock, Christian Hannah Horror. S'mores and Doors, Nick Ridza, Jay the Stingray, Jess Graham, Orc145626, Daniel Shine, Lauren Dixon, Mr. Bombastic, RetroCac, The Daily Ghost, Slaughterport, Ben Yukonevich, Brian Trash, Jester8082, and Ben Grimm. Um, that'll do it for me, folks. Until next time, Iris loves you. <laughs>